flu season's almost here again. It's time to get our flu shots. Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we will be talking about how to survive flu season during COVID on Access Health Radio. Oh, we're talking about something besides COVID today, <laughs> Dr. Forrest, but, but COVID affects everything right uh, these days, doesn't it? It sure does. Yeah, and now given the COVID pandemic, uh, I, I've heard that avoiding the flu is maybe even more important this year than possibly any other. Uh, why is that? Yes, I mean, people forget that the regular flu can be fatal. Um, you know, a, a typical year, we might have 50 or 60,000 deaths in the United States just from typical flu. Um, so it can be dangerous too. So, uh, you know, often, uh, you know, when people think they've gotten a bad cold or cough, many times they think they've, they've had the flu in the past, when in fact, the real flu is much worse than that. Um, and, you know, when you have the flu, the risk for a heart attack and stroke can be much, much higher while you have the flu, um, along with the risk for a severe pneumonia. Um, and I'd like to take some time to provide some basic information um, about how you and your family, you know, can prevent, you know, being one of its latest victims, especially in the era of COVID. So, uh, first of all, the flu is a shortened name for the influenza virus, uh, and it is different than what people commonly refer to as stomach flu. Uh, stomach flu is what people typically call viruses that cause vomiting and diarrhea, uh, usually from a type of gastroenteritis. And the flu that we're going to be talking about today is a respiratory virus, um, and it affects your lungs and upper airways for the most part. And this season in particular, the hospitals are likely to be full of COVID patients. So if you get really sick from the flu, you could be in real trouble this year. So how do people know if they have the flu versus, say, the, the regular common cold or some other kind of virus like COVID? Well, I think many people think the flu is just a severe version of the common cold with a runny nose and that type thing. Uh, and, and however, colds often start slowly uh, and the flu comes on pretty quickly. Um, most people who often think they have the flu in the past before COVID actually had something called adenovirus. Um, and it was associated with more coughing and started with a sore throat. Uh, and it usually lasted longer than a regular cold. Um, however, now we have to consider at least three common, you know, severe respiratory infections uh, with flu, coronavirus, and adenovirus. And so some signs and symptoms that you might have the real flu uh, include the following, but the, the problem with this list is that many of these symptoms can be the same as COVID-19 with the exception of change in taste and smell. Uh, you know, that has been something that's been somewhat uh, much more common uh, in people with COVID-19 is this uh, change or loss of their taste and smell. But otherwise, the symptoms I'm getting ready to talk about uh, are also common to that. So first of all is fever. Uh, fever is a prominent symptom of flu. In fact, it's probably more likely to have flu uh, or have fever with a flu than it would be with COVID. Um, and usually that's going to be for several days in a row. Uh, even if you don't have a high fever, um, you know, so if you don't have a, a, a significant fever, you probably don't have the flu. And it's often associated with aching muscles, especially in your back, your arms and your legs. Um, so if you don't have achy muscles, you probably don't have the flu. Uh, people also get chills and sweats. They can get headaches. 
uh, they can get sort of a dry cough where they're not really bringing anything up. Um, so if you're bringing stuff up, it's less likely that you have the regular flu. Uh, it can also cause fatigue and weakness. Um, and then nasal congestion, but this, this is not as common of a symptom uh, with flu as it would be even with, uh, you know, allergies and like a cold. Uh, and lastly, and sometimes this is one of the earlier symptoms, or it'll start after the cough is a sore throat. Um, so one of the things that can be helpful, you can get a flu test done uh, often, you know, in your uh, healthcare provider's office, uh, and they're pretty pretty good. Uh, you know, those those quick tests for flu are pretty accurate. Uh, they can miss some. Uh, the stakes aren't quite as high with flu as it would be with COVID, but you can get that often tested for in the office. All right. Very good, Dr. Forrest. Time now for the Access Health Tip of the Week. Well, the tip of the week is about how flu virus is transmitted. And we know that it can travel six feet with a cough and that it's also contagious through the air. So if you are coughing, cough into your elbow to avoid spreading it. And if someone is coughing, make sure you stay at least six feet away. Uh, now, this is guidance we've been hearing now in the COVID era. Uh, but the same type things that protect you from COVID also can protect you from flu. Uh, now, the flu is much more easily transmitted and stays contagious outside the body in colder, drier air. So as the weather gets colder and less humidity, uh, that contributes uh, in part to flu season. Uh, so the good news is if you're staying at least six feet away and you're already wearing a mask to help avoid COVID, that's also going to help you uh, avoid and prevent flu as well. Oh, what a happy coincidence. Dr. Forrest, great information. Thank you so much. Dr. Forrest is a board-certified family physician with Access Healthcare in Apex. I'm Mike Davis. Thanks for joining us today. After the break, more about flu season and how to survive it during COVID and flu season this year. Welcome back to Access Health Radio here on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. I'm Mike Davis with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. We're talking about flu season today, what you need to be doing to get ready for it. Dr. Forrest, if people want more information about this topic or they have some other questions about uh, this topic or your practice, uh, how can they get in touch with you? Well, if people have information, want information about our practice in Apex, uh, they can contact us at 919-363-0190. Again, that's 919-363-0190. And our website for our practice is ACC Health. That's A-C-C-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Uh, and they can find more information out there. Uh, if they want to listen to part of the show again or they missed part of it, or they have a friend or family member that's interested in hearing a certain topic, uh, they can always go to an on-demand podcast of the show that's available at WPTF.com. And we also provide links to that, and we, we provide archived podcasts on our landing page at accesshealthradio.com. And if listeners want to send general sort of non-emergent questions that often we will answer on our mailbag show, uh, they can uh, send an email to accesshealthradio at gmail.com uh, and include their contact information if they would. And we'll try to uh, answer that question uh, on the radio for them. Dr. Forrest, it may have snuck up on people that this is actually flu season because it's been COVID season for so long. And that's what's been on everybody's mind. 
but it is here. Can you give us some ways to help prevent getting the flu? Well, despite what you may have heard uh, on the internet or from friends or associates about the flu shot, uh, it's still absolutely the best way to prevent getting the flu and dying from the flu. And some years the vaccine is not as effective as others, but you know, even in a year where we're only getting a 30% effective uh, flu vaccine, it can still save lives. Uh, it does take around two weeks to become fully protected. Um, and so this year in particular, I would get it as early as possible. Uh, you know, we're starting it at our office. We're going to be doing a, a flu clinic actually on Friday, September 11th, uh, starting around noon at our office uh, for anybody. If they can't uh, find a flu vaccine somewhere else, uh, we're going to be doing that. But you want to do it early if possible. Um, and it's recommended for anyone over six months of age. And for older patients or people who are at really high risk, like maybe people with emphysema or asthma, there are higher dose vaccines that give even more effective protection. Uh, sometimes they are higher cost. Um, however, um, you know, insurance usually will cover that cost if you're in that group. Uh, and at our office, the vaccines are free for anybody who has insurance. And if they don't have insurance, we generally base our pricing on our wholesale cost. Um, another question we get about the vaccine sometime uh, is, should we get the nasal vaccine, the live vaccine? And we, we don't recommend that. And in the last few years, uh, the CDC has also uh, recommended not getting the live vaccine, which is the one you spray in your nose. Hmm. Um, second thing is uh, avoid crowds. Now, again, all the same things that people are doing to prevent COVID are good for preventing flu. So you don't want to touch your face. You want to wash your hands as often as you can. Um, and all those same precautions we're taking against COVID will help. Um, if you do have the flu, again, uh, try to be considerate of those around you. If you have to sneeze or cough, do that into your elbow, uh, you know, even if you've got your mask on. Uh, you know, I was out just the other day uh, trying to be as cautious as I could. I, you know, my family had to get groceries. Uh, and there was somebody about 10 feet away uh, who was not wearing a mask, who was coughing profusely in just about every direction. Uh, and I slowly backed up with my cart. You know, I was <laughs> uh, going in reverse as, as quick hmm. as I could. But, right. uh, you know, you really have to be considerate because one person like that, you know, they could transmit virus to hundreds of people. Um, and so, you know, do be considerate and uh, especially when you're out around other people. Um, and you remember, surfaces can also harbor the flu. Um, so especially when it's cold and dry, uh, you want to disinfect surfaces, especially those that, that a lot of people touch, like doorknobs, uh, you know, uh, keyboards, phones, things that, that lots of people are going to be handling. Uh, you really want to keep those as disinfected as you can as a good precaution. All right. What about, uh, Dr. Forrest, if I've done everything I can to prevent getting the flu, but hey, I start to get flu symptoms anyway. What should I do then? Well, there is a treatment for flu, but it has to be started very early in the infection to be infective. Uh, it's called, or effective, it's called Tamiflu, and it requires a prescription, and you really must be diagnosed within just a couple of days of getting the flu for it really to work. Um, if you're particularly susceptible uh, you know, like those who are really young or really old or having a weakened immune system, um, then you need to try to immediately get treated if you suspect you have the flu. Now, due to the possibility this year that you could have COVID, 
uh, you may want to talk with your doctor or have a telemedicine visit um, before you just, you know, run into the office. Because generally, if we think people have COVID and they're symptomatic and they're coughing, we're generally not having them come into the office, especially to the main office where we're seeing people, you know, with diabetes and high blood pressure and high cholesterol, that type thing. We actually have even a separate entrance for anybody that has any of those kind of symptoms. So um, if you don't get Tamiflu, um, then everything else that you can do for flu is, is sort of symptomatic and supportive care. Uh, keeping your fever controlled with medications like acetaminophen or ibuprofen and staying really well hydrated really can help a lot with your symptoms and make you feel a lot better. Uh, you know, if you keep that fever down and you stay hydrated, that can, you know, eliminate a lot of the muscle aches. Uh, you know, things, sometimes patients tell me their eyes are burning. Uh, you know, they just ache all over and getting that fever down can help with a lot of those things. Um, the other thing is don't over medicate, especially with some of the over the counter cold remedies like antihistamines. Um, they're only slightly effective and they can have side effects and interact with other medications. So, you know, rather than a combination symptom medication, pick something to try to treat the thing that's bothering you the most. Um, however, even those over the counter meds can have side effects and drug interactions with prescriptions. So if you are in doubt about whether you should take something, you really should contact your physician. I would say, especially for those patients who have high blood pressure or have any prostate uh, problems, uh, they have to be really careful about uh, these type medicines. Um, now without Tamiflu, the flu will usually resolve in about a week by itself, but it can lead to secondary problems um, and infections like pneumonia. Um, so if after your flu symptoms resolve, you seem to get sick, sick again and you've got shortness of breath, then I would suggest you really need to talk with the doctor right away because you may have a secondary pneumonia. All right. Thanks so much, Dr. Forrest. He is Dr. Brian Forrest, board certified family physician. I'm Mike Davis. This is Access Health Radio. One question that I've often wondered about, why are some years the, the flu is just really bad and you hear about so many people getting it and becoming sometimes very ill, other years uh, not so much? What, what, what's the cause for that? Well, each year the flu is a different strain. It's sort of like one of those three-number combination locks, except that in this case there are two main numbers. And the first number is after the H and the second one's after the N. Last year, it was, I think, H2N1, something like that. But some years it is um, H1N1, which tends to be a more dangerous strain. Uh, some strains are more aggressive and deadly. And when making the flu vaccine, researchers have to guess what combination is going to be that year uh, based on what they're seeing in the other half of the world where flu normally originates. However, the strain can actually change mid-season, um, just like somebody changing the combination on one of those locks. And when the vaccine is less effective, uh, that's usually what happens. Uh, there is work being done on vaccines that will work on multiple strains, uh, and, but some strains like that 1918 H1N1 wiped out entire populations of people. Um, so uh, this year, the problem is that systems are going to be overwhelmed from people treating COVID, so it might be harder to get treated for flu. All right. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. What about what, about what makes the flu deadly versus other viruses like colds? Because this it really can be a very deadly virus some years. Yeah, well, some strains can cause a severe uh, reaction in the lungs, and that can actually lead to fluid buildup, and that blocks the sort of transmission of oxygen through the lungs. Uh, it makes it like you're almost drowning uh, in your own lungs. 
Uh, and we call that respiratory failure where you don't get enough oxygen into your blood. Mm-hmm. Um, and that intense reaction um, is very often what leads to deaths, uh, even in people who are otherwise young or healthy adults. You know, and as mentioned earlier, catching the flu also makes you much more likely to have a heart attack or stroke. And besides those risks, the flu takes such a toll on your body that it also weakens your defenses and makes you more likely to catch some of the other things that are out there. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. After the break, we're going to summarize today's key points about the flu and have Access Health Radio's Trivia of the Week. This is Access Health Radio, board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis. Dr. Forrest, how do listeners know when it's okay to make an appointment with a physician versus going to the emergency room, say, with flu-like symptoms? Well, this is one of the hardest things for people to decide. Um, You may have heard stories about people who got the flu, went to see the doctor, and still died soon after that. Uh, I'd say whenever you feel like your breathing is compromised, uh, that you feel like you're short of breath or you can't get enough air even sitting still, that's probably urgent enough to go to the emergency room. And if you get the flu uh, in the first two days and you have a dry cough, body aches, and fever, uh, you know, in previous years, we would have said to go ahead and see the physician as soon as possible. Um, so that you could get that Tamiflu. However, given that we're trying to keep possible COVID cases at home when possible, it's probably better to contact your healthcare provider this year to see what you should do rather than just showing up at the office. Uh, If it's later than the first two days and you're still having any trouble with your breathing at all, then you still need to get immediate care at an emergency room. That might be the smartest move, especially if you're high risk, meaning, uh, you know, you're a young child or, or, or over 65. And this year, it might not be just the flu. It could also be COVID. That is true. Time now for the Access Health Trivia of the Week. The flu of 1918 infected 500 million people and killed 100 million people. At the time, this was nearly 6% of the entire population. And in some countries, it killed as many as 21% of the total population. So as we've learned in 2020, these type pandemics like the 1918 Spanish flu are rare, but they can happen in any year. Doc, what are some points you'd like folks to take away from today's show? Well, no matter what you've heard or believe about the flu shot, it saves lives. And I would try to get it before the end of October. Uh, Second, if you do not have a fever over 100.4, you probably don't have the flu. But this year, you need to think about adenovirus and COVID. Uh, Flu is incredibly contagious. So again, all the precautions that you take for COVID will also help protect you from that. And if you really want to treat the flu, you have to contact your healthcare provider within that first 48 hours of symptoms uh, and then get advice from them about whether they think you should be on Tamiflu or not. Thanks so much, Dr. Forrest. That's all the time we have for this week. Our scripture this week comes from 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 19. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Show this week. We look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.